We're going to be um, continuing our series called Every Day. And uh, last week we talked about everyday happiness. And uh, who's here and, and you want to be sad? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not one hand. Who's here and you're thinking, you know what? I'd love to be a happy person. Well, I found that happiness isn't dependent upon my circumstances. Happiness is dependent upon my source. Where does my help and my happiness come from? It doesn't come from this world. It comes from another world. It comes from God. It comes from Jesus. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And you'll find that we're very stuck in this life, looking to this life to be a source of happiness. But I've discovered you can be here, but be drawing on secret source. You know, like your grandma's secret source. Uh, you can't tell anybody the recipe. You can have a secret source in your life. It's called the power of God. And we want you to be able to have that, not on a one-off, but every day. I've found that one-offs, they really, they're not the biggest problem in our life. I've also found out that one-offs really won't change your life. But patterns are the real problem. It's repeated behaviour that is actually affecting the way I live. I've found also that repeated behaviour can change who you are. It can shift the way you do life. And so we wanna help you. And I believe the Word of God wants to help us today to discover the everyday patterns that bring wholeness and freedom into our life. It's one thing to get your driving licence. It's another thing to keep it. Amen, amen. All the good drivers said, amen. Everybody who knows it's a long weekend said, I agree, yeah. It's one thing to get something, but to keep it. That takes the capacity to remain. And I don't know about you, but I wanna be a Romanian. Living in Australia, but a full-on, fully-fledged Romanian. Somebody who knows how to remain. And we celebrate new, we celebrate next, but I believe we need to celebrate those who remain, those who just keep going, those who keep walking. And everyone's excited about the next iPhone. But who's still got the iPhone 6? God bless you. You should get an upgrade. <laughs> but there's something about staying put, being a Romanian. There's something about people who can plant themselves and stay the course. It's those people who can live a truly fruitful life. I never met anybody who's living a fruitful life who just did a one-off workout here or there. You ever seen someone with big guns like Guy who went to the gym once? That takes persistence. That takes the capacity to remain. So we wanna talk about it. How do I remain? And today we're gonna focus on everyday meaning. Because we do live in a world that's looking for meaning. People have always been looking for meaning. And what you find meaning in is really important. 
Where do you get your sense of purpose from? That's what I wanna talk to you about today. We're gonna read from John 15, one to eight. You got your Bible? Turn there, come on, holler at your boy. If you got your Bible, come on, talk to me. If you got your Bible, if you have your Bible, grab your Bible. If you don't, grab your digital device. You can pull that out, read on. If you don't, don't sweat it. We have a big Bible on the screen. Okay, so you can read along. I'm gonna read, pray, and we'll preach, and we'll party on. John 15, one to eight. It says, I am the true vine. My Father is the gardener. Remember, God is not a genie. He's a gardener. His, your every wish is not His command. He's a gardener. So He's got you in a process because He's developing you, forming you, forging you. And gardening can be dirty. Gardening can take time. Gardening requires patience. Verse two, He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, He prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean because of the Word I've spoken to you. Remain, everyone say remain. In me, as I also remain in you, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I feel like Jesus is trying to get a point across because He said remain about 27,000 times in this one little piece of Scripture. Verse five, I am the vine. You are the branches. So don't try and be a vine, be a branch. Let Jesus be the vine. Let Jesus be the solution. Let Jesus be the answer. Don't always try and be the hero. Let Jesus be the hero. You just be a really good branch. If you remain in me and I in you, you will. Not maybe, not might. You will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I mean, you could do something. But in the scheme of eternity, it would equate to nothing. Because on the day that you pass from this life to the next life, the only things that really count to something are the things that you can take with you from here to there. And there's a lot of things that we think are something, but in this scope of eternity, they equal nothing. And so Jesus is saying, apart from me, you can do nothing that will last from this life to the next. If you remain in me, verse seven, and my words remain in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. God, we just thank You. Speak to us in these short few moments. Have Your way. Help us unlock. Help us have a clearer picture of everyday meaning. Everyday purpose and everyday opportunity. In Jesus' Name, they all said, Amen. Can you thank Evangeline? Come on, really, really thank you. If we clap around here, we just, we just clap until our hands bleed, you know. Thanks Evangeline, you're the best. All right, so we, um, we want to create rhythms for our life and also we want to create rhythms for our church. 
And so as a location, we kind of want to be in sync so that we can move together. And so we're not out of rhythm. We don't have things competing and, you know, every week there's a thousand things on. We want to have focus because if everything is important, nothing is important. So focus helps us grow and move forward. So can we pull up our church rhythm, guys? I want to remind you, we have a weekly rhythm. Thursday now we have Night College. Come on, Night College. Who's doing Night College? Come and see us at the next up bar if you want to do Night College. We have our Friday night youth service. Where's all our teenagers at? Okay, we'll pray for more. Come on. Sunday, 10 a.m. service, 5 p.m. our Fairfield service. Come on. And then we have our monthly rhythm, monthly rhythm. So every month, we're trying to get this rhythm that just helps us get momentum in everything we're doing. So week one, everyone say week one, is our Thursday night prayer meeting. We also have our worship team gathering. Second week of the month is connect groups and our Sunday night, night of power. We're gonna have that once a month, second week of the month. So that means our weekly rhythm in a monthly context is prayer week, connect week, prayer week, connect week, prayer week, connect week. We're gonna be in rhythm because it'll be prayer week, connect week, prayer week, connect week. Band, we could write a song that goes prayer week, connect week, prayer week, connect week, rhythm. And so that's gonna help us so we can pray together. And then we can have the week focused on connect groups, right? Third week of the month, Thursday night prayer, fourth week connect group and healing service. So we wanna really maximise our healing service, move anything that's competing, was on the first week of the month, but we like it to be on the fourth, just as a clearer space so we can invite friends, bring people. It's gonna be awesome. Amen, makes sense? Write that down. And, uh, you know, make the most of that so that we can move together. But meaning, what is the meaning? I've found that to discover meaning, you need an end. And every end needs a means. The catch of discovering meaning is that to truly discover meaning, you need to become a means to an end. If you are the end and not a means, then you'll be void of meaning. Wow, that's really deep here today, isn't it? Wow, Pastor Al, just calm down. Okay, like a mower mows lawns. Disagree with me, I dare you, okay. A mower mows lawns. An oven cooks food. A fridge keeps things cold. All of these things are a means to an end. So if I am the end of everything, if my life is all about me, then my life will be void of meaning because you can't be both. So how do I discover meaning in my life? I need to become a means to an end. And I thank God for the fire brigade who have become a means to an end, selflessly serving our community, serving our nation for an end that is bigger than them. We exist 
for an end that is bigger than you. I'm sorry to let you know that today, but we're here for you, but we're here for something that's bigger than you. Something that's bigger than our preference. Something that's bigger than just little old me. And you'll find that you discover purpose when you take a hold of becoming a means to an end. I got a shovel here. Anybody ever done any digging? Me either. Okay, three people. This shovel plays a purpose. It's a tool in the hand of a digger. The labourer at the worksite uses this tool to dig a hole. Wow, genius. You ever dug a hole? You ever seen that movie? Come on, on hashtag Australia Day. Hey, Dad, I dug a hole. <laughs> the castle, you seen that movie? What's this, love? Sponge cake. <laughs> Dad, I dug another hole. Good on you, son. You ever dug a hole? <laughs> I remember digging a hole. I, I dug a hole for a labourer. I dug the hole and then I finished digging and he said, hey, bro, good job. Fill it back in. I said, thank you. I quit. <laughs> I dug another hole. He said, good job. Wrong place. Dig another hole. <laughs> Three times. I had to dig a hole and refill it and the day was over. Great day's work, real productive, felt amazing. But there is something about making a difference in this life that gives you meaning. There's something about helping people that helps you more than even the person you helped. Sometimes the biggest thing you can do to help yourself is help somebody else. I want to be like a shovel in the hand of God. I want to be a tool. <laughs> and some of us need to be a tool in the hand of God. If you want to discover meaning, become a means. Become somebody that God can use. And let the grip of God's grace get a hold of your life and put you to work to help other people. And I promise you, when you live for an end that is bigger than you, you will find meaning. I pray that our location would be like a shovel in the hand of God, that we could dig trenches and create a place and build an environment for the people of Sydney, that they could know Jesus through our services, that every week people could come and encounter the love of a living, breathing, alive God. I pray that our connect groups, that we'd be like a tool in the hand of God, digging and creating an environment on every street corner, a hundred connect groups, week in, fortnightly, week out, that people can come and gather and discover community and find a place where people can pray with them and work with them and believe with them and stand with them and visit them in hospital and be with them. I pray that we would be that kind of church. I pray that we would be a church that creates a pathway for people to discover purpose. That we would dig out a pathway for people to take a next step. We have our next step pathway starting next week. Sign up in the next step bar. Come and be a part of that journey. See Jackie and come and talk to us. We wanna help you discover purpose, but it starts with steps.
I pray that we would be useful in the hand of God, that we would be a means to an end that is bigger than us, an end that is eternal, an end that goes beyond this life. Come on, do you wanna be that kind of church? Do you wanna be that kind of location? I know you do. I pray that that's who we are in everything we do. You see, the problem with discovering meaning and why it can feel so elusive is that it means denial of self. And this is a question I wanna ask you. To what end will your life be a means? To what end will your life be a means? Because that is how we discover meaning. The problem with meaning is there is a price. But every price has a greater value when you get what you paid for. There is a price. And to be honest, everything has a price. Living for yourself has a price. Self-indulgence has a price. Short-term satisfaction has a price. Delayed gratification is a better price than regret. See, if I take what I can get now, I get it now, but I'll have to pay for it later. But if I pay for something better now, delay gratitude, if I wait for the right person now, if I don't compromise my values and I live now, actually that price will afford me a better future. And so delayed gratification is far better price than regret. You don't wanna live with regret. Let's be the people who pay the price now so we don't have to live with regret later. And it is a self-denial. I heard a guy, Andy Stanley, say, purpose is found just across the border of what's in it for me. Jesus said it like this, Matthew 16, 24 to 27. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, follow me. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whatever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angels and then He will reward each person according to what they have done. The truth is you are gonna serve something and you are gonna serve somebody. And for all my friends and family out there who know the incredible Bob Dylan, who was not a good singer, but was a great songwriter, he wrote a song, You Gotta Serve Somebody. He says this, you may be an ambassador for England or France. You, you may like to gamble, you may like to dance. You may be the heavyweight champion of the world. You may be a socialite with a long string of pearls, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. 
You might be a rock and roll addict prancing on the stage. You might have drugs at your command, women in a cage. You may be a businessman or, or some high degree thief. They may call you doctor or they may call you chief, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, you are. You're gonna have to serve somebody. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. We will live our life serving something. The question is not what, the question is who. Who will you serve? Who will you live your life for? 